come and save us. This is a great week for our students as they finished up the semester, and many of them graduated. I remember a student uh, two years ago who was sitting in my office who was struggling with all the classes and was telling me, Father, I think I just need to drop out. Um, I think I'm done. I, I can't do this. That maybe, maybe college isn't for me. And you can imagine the plea at that time, like, Lord, just get me, get me through this. And so to see her on Thursday night at the graduation mass and um, with, you know, ready to graduate, uh, she was so happy that indeed the Lord had listened to her prayer and gotten her through college. This question that John the Baptist Ask Jesus, it shows a little bit of discouragement in a sense. Are you the one who is to come or should we look for another? Are you going to help me or, or do I have to do it myself? Jesus gives this reply and he tells them, tell John all these things that are happening. The blind regain their sight the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. That there's all sorts of good things happening. So they go and they, you know, they're on their way, they're going to report this back to John the Baptist. Who is in prison? Who is waiting for a savior? And so, okay, yes, Jesus... You're doing all these good things, but when are you going to help me? Yes, you, you help the, the blind see, the deaf hear, the, the poor the, have the good news proclaimed to them, but what, what about me? I wonder if that's what Jesus means with this last line, and blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. The one who... Is not offended by what I'm doing. Because a lot of times it can feel like, Lord, you're not doing what I want you to be doing. Now, ultimately, John the Baptist is preparing the way for Jesus. John knows who Jesus is. He's his cousin. He's This conversation that Jesus and John have back and forth through the disciples are trying to help the disciples to see what's happening. That even though things may not be going the way they want, that there are good things happening. I was talking to someone this week about raising of children, and um, not all children are raised the same. So, you know, like, like some kids, they, I, I had been with my, uh, my brother, and they were at their karate studio, and, and afterwards the, the helper just said to my brother, they're like, your kids are so good. They're like, we work with kids all week, but, but your, your three kids just like stand out. And it's like, what is it that makes certain people stand out? Well, how come some people are raised better than others? And so I was talking to this person. I mean, that's, that's a million dollar question, right, parents? Right? <laughs> you know, like, or, and the, the question later they ask is, what did I do wrong? No, it's um. But I, as, as I thought about it, I, I was like, what? 
what, what is it that if, if, if I was raised well, um, like what, what was it that my parents did? And there's probably a million answers, but the thing that came to me, the thing that's on my heart that I think of them you know, often was my parents didn't always give me what I wanted. And the image for me is when I, when I would go to the store, like, um, like I, see, I see like my sister do this when she's at the store and the kids are, compl- you know, she's like, here, if you're quiet, I'll get you a chocolate bar. I'm like, are you serious? I could have been annoying and gotten a chocolate bar, you know, like. And, and I thought back and I was like, I never got anything at the store, you know, and, you know, my mom would be like, we have five kids. I can't get you all something. And. And, and, and I remember as a kid, like, there's, there, there were moments when you're like, aw, that's not, you know, I want something, but I'm not going to get it. And you can feel really discouraged. But, but I, I, I look back and I say that was the lesson. That, that my mom and dad not giving me what I always wanted was actually what I wanted at a deeper level but didn't know it. That it prepared me for uh, just... Uh, a lifetime of, of now of, of gratitude, of recognizing the blessings that I, that I do have, um, to, to not see what I don't have, but to see what I do have. Jesus is doing things. I, I, throughout the scriptures, we hear all these stories of things Jesus is doing. Even today, we, we talk to people around us like the Lord, he is at work but it's not always according to what I want. And that can feel really discouraging and feel like he's not working, but he is. I've heard people say, this one time I was talking to this gentleman who um, had cancer. And, and I'm like, man, this must be so hard. And he said to me, um, getting cancer was the best thing that ever happened to me. I was like, excuse me? You know, like how many times we've all prayed for your healing. But God worked through that to do something at a deeper level that he wanted. And so here's John wanting everyone's salvation and he's in prison. And we look at this. At the, at the last sentence of the gospel, really curious. Among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. That's great. John the Baptist is great, Jesus is saying. None greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. No, see, he's the greatest, but then the people in heaven are even greater. It's like, but then, but Jesus, how do we get to heaven? And it reminds me of in Luke when Jesus says, for, for human beings, this is impossible. That you and I, we cannot save ourselves. It's not about having a perfect report card at the end of the semester. It's not about, I don't need to go to confession because I've been perfect, which is impossible. The truth is, I need his help. I need his grace that I cannot save myself. I need Jesus to save me. And, and he is saving me. St. Paul gives us great encouragement. I'm sorry, St. James today in our second reading gives us great encouragement. He says, be patient. Be patient. See how the farmer waits for the fruit of the earth, being patient with it? You too must be patient. Make your hearts firm because the coming of the Lord is at hand. 
that Jesus is here. He is at work. But there will be a day when he comes back again and he will draw all of us to himself. And then our eyes will be opened and we will be truly able to see that we who limp in life will be able to run with joy. That, that we will be able to hear the good news. We will be given new life. And we will experience the richness of God with us and in heaven. And so in this day, this third Sunday of Advent, where we wear rose to see how, just like the color of the sky begins to brighten as the sun is close, we see hints and glimpses of Jesus at work in our lives to know that he's closer than ever. And yet our prayer, our cry is to the Lord, we cannot save ourselves. Here's where we're at. You who know not just what we want, but what we need, come and save us.